In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to start with two things this morning. Um, the first is, <clears throat> when the epistle lesson starts with Timothy, my son, and you have a son named Timothy, uh, you have to look at that and decide, you have to think, okay, is God telling me something? Now, God doesn't usually talk to me like that. So I went ahead and I read the epistle lesson, and I can tell you that God still doesn't talk to me like that. So, no, this isn't going to be about Timothy, my son. The other thing I want to say, and I've said this many times, but uh, to uh, paraphrase the Lord, who he said, physician, heal thyself, I would say, deacon, listen to yourself today. Because what I want to do today is to give an exhortation. And in fact, what I, I was thinking uh, during that baptism, that uh, Juliet Iris was given some armor. And that's exactly what we are given as well. And I want, I want that to be the exhortation for today, as this is part of our armor. Now, Two weeks ago, you may have noticed that we celebrated the Sunday of Zacchaeus. Oh, he of the pure and innocent name. And um, what, I don't think it was said, or if it was, I missed it. But that's the beginning of our preparation for Lent. And it's this period of time where oh, it's kind of like we're taking our gear out. It's been, it's been put away for a while, and now we're taking it out. We're going to check all the belts and the buckles and make sure everything's ready so that when Lent does come, that we hit the ground running. So two weeks ago, we started. Now we hit a little pause button because last week we celebrated the presentation of our Lord in the temple after 40 days after he was born. But we're back into it today with the Sunday of the publican and the Pharisee. Two weeks ago, the theme actually was desire. And that was Zacchaeus desired to see the Lord, so much so that he did climb up in the tree. And the Lord saw him and uh, invited him down and himself to Zacchaeus' house where they did dine together. And that's that desire that we too should have, that whatever it takes, we need to pursue the Lord. And the theme today and throughout the rest of this week is humility. And that's the part of the armor that uh, we use as we go through our lives as Christians and certainly as we get ready for Lent to start in a few weeks. Well, the theme is humility, <clears throat> excuse me, and I wondered, you know, why is it humility? And I, you know, you see the, the, the publican and how he acts, but it ties in with prayer. And, you know, I thought that that's exactly what prayer is. Prayer is humility. We come before God with everything stripped away. We come before him humble. And if we look at today's parable, what we have is the Lord speaking to some of the religious leaders of the day, and if, as you know, I like to do, I back up a little bit, 
Today it's just one verse. Because I wondered who he was specifically speaking to. And what it says, the verse before our lesson today, says, also he, the Lord, spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. So I think the Lord knew exactly who his audience was because that is exactly what the Pharisee did in, in the parable. He trusted in himself and he despised others. You know, when he was praying and the Lord said in his parable, he prayed thus with himself. He prayed, literally he prayed to himself. So he's become in a sense, his own God. He doesn't need God because he is God. He has lost his humility. And it's exactly the opposite of humility, the way this Pharisee in the parable was acting. And when we set ourselves up as God, when we set ourselves up to judge, we lose God as well. So the exhortation this week, is humility. Let us not lose God. Let us pursue him with desire and humility. Well, the Pharisee then actually kind of doubles down on it after he's praying with himself. But then he looks around. And by the way, they go to the temple where it's, it's public. So it's where he wants to be seen, the Pharisee. He, it's a good place to pray. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. But he definitely wanted to be seen, and he looked around. And what did he see there? He starts judging people. Extortioners, unjust adulterers, and then he singled out, of course, the publican, the tax collector. <laughs> Zacchaeus was a tax collector as well, so the tax collectors are kind of taking it a little bit on the chin for now. But he wanted to look around to see who was there and to make sure that those people could see him. In other words, he had no humility. He had, he had given his humility up, and he was judging others. And that's what happens when we do judge others. You know, I have said before, I'll admit to this, that um, a long time ago I actually decided that um, I was not a very good judge. Uh, I tried. And uh, unfortunately, if I were to be the judge, if, if God needed my help, um, actually, probably most of us wouldn't make it, uh, including me. So uh, that was a great burden off my shoulders not to judge. And that's what the Pharisee was doing. The publican, the tax collector, on the other hand, now he knew what he was about. He knew that when he came into that temple, he couldn't even look, lift his eyes. He couldn't get close to anything. He stayed as far away as he could. He knew what he was about, and he knew that he had to have his humility uh, in order to be saved. He more than likely would have cheated many of those who were in that temple praying as well. But he comes in, and he's looking down, and everything that he thought he had was stripped away. There was nothing left for him. He was there fully in his humility. And in the seven-word prayer he prayed, the Lord gives us the very essence of 
humility. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Seven words. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. There's nothing wrong with long prayers. In fact, we do a lot of those. St. Basil uh, will become near and dear to our hearts in a few weeks as well. But we need to be careful in our prayers that we're not setting ourselves up as a judge or, could I say, not setting ourselves up as God. Now, we are a praying people. There's no question about that. We're instructed to pray. God tells us to ask for what we want. The Lord gave us what we call the Lord's Prayer. I remember uh, Bishop Irani, when he was here a while back, and he made the comment that he was really um, getting frustrated because uh, something would happen in somebody's life and somebody else would say, oh, well, all we can do is pray about it. And he says, but that's what we do. We do pray. And that's what we can do, and that's actually the first thing that we should be doing. So if praying is what we do, then let's do it right. Let's do it with humbleness. And so as we do continue on with this preparation for Lent, let's remember the desire of Zacchaeus, that he did whatever he had to do in order to see the Lord and actually to be with him, but also the humility, the humbleness of the publican, of the tax collector, <clears throat> and war against what the Pharisee had, the judgmental attitude and the superior, superior attitude that he had. So may we humble ourselves as we go throughout the rest of this time and through Lent and not judge others, but may we too go home justified just as the publican did as well. To the glory of God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.